This is Father Jacob Bertrand Jancic. This is Father Joseph Anthony Kress. Welcome to God's Planning. If you like this episode, consider becoming a monthly donor through patreon.com. You can like and subscribe to God's Planning wherever you listen to your podcasts. Father Joseph Anthony. Father Jacob Bertrand. How you doing? Oh, I'm I'm living my best life. Yeah? Yeah, I'm living large. Okay. And doing, I, I love it. Um, I recently got back from our time in St. Louis for the Seek for Conference. Seek, yeah. yeah. Took a bunch of students from UVA. I think we took about 30 students out nice. to St. Louis uh, into the heartland of the Americas, you know. Okay. Yeah, the, uh-huh. gate, the Gateway Arch. Uh, yeah. But it was unbelievable. Um, just a big shout out to uh, the people at Focus uh, who helped us and really uh, welcomed us as a, as a student body, but also as a, as a podcast. We were able to record a live episode there yeah. uh, on site. Had a great crowd uh, that joined us for that. It was unbelievable. Just a wonderful time to spend with our students uh, and growing in our faith and just building and to be with 17,000, I think was the number they kept throwing out at us. Okay. Um, you know, praying together in adoration, um, in, in confessions. It was just a really, really beautiful time. And, you know, personally, <laughs> just that like kind of booster shot yeah. kick in the rear end that I needed. So I'm ready to go. Like I want to, I want to take on the fall semester or the spring semester and just like really, really get after it. But um, yeah, so I just I'm in a good spot, just living large and uh, doing all the good things. And it was nice, nice way to kind of end. Uh, was that 2022 mm-hmm. and uh, tie things off with that? Had a great Christmas, great New Year's, and then allow Seek to be that kind of launching point, yeah. that sending into this new year. So, um, yeah, just an amazing time. Great stuff going on. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't go this to seek this time around. I guess I had been going, I'd gone for a number of years before when I was vocation director and stuff, but this year being at the parish kind of yeah. tied me down a little bit. But It was something, yeah. too, that we hadn't done that in two and a half years. Yeah, because I hadn't been in person because no. of COVID. Yeah. And I remember I was working uh, with uh, one of the production crew backstage on something, and it was the, um, the concert um, on like one of the final nights and you just heard everybody and, and singing the lyrics and, and everything. And he just kind of paused for this moment and goes, you hear that? We haven't heard that in three years. Like that's a beautiful sound. Yeah, and it was cool. just really beautiful to have everybody together uh, once again and moving forward. Yeah, that's great. I think I'm, I'm kind of in a similar space to you though. I didn't go to seek, but with just, you know, a few weeks into the new year, Christmas, not Christmas done, like, thank God it's done, but, you know, Christmas is done, New Year's is done, kind of back into ordinary time for a little bit before Lent, but kind of excited to, like, keep, you know, New Year, keep rolling, that sort of thing. So um, that's great. Uh, Cool. Okay. Well, today's episode is not about our being re-energized, our newfound zeal this year. Yeah, people don't want to hear, like, how about... Not really. Maybe. Maybe not. Probably not. Who knows? Um but this on this episode, we're going to talk about, um, I was going to say a saint, not a saint, not, uh, a saint. not a saint, but we're going to talk about um, somebody named Father Jacques Philippe. Um, I'm guessing that a lot of our listeners have heard of Father Philippe, maybe. Yeah. Um, he's pretty popular. But the idea that we had uh, when we were kind of thinking, well, what would be some new interesting things to talk about would be, uh, is, is to look at some sort of contemporary spiritual authors and yeah. contemporary in a kind of broader sense. But we do on the podcast, if you've listened, we do, we have had and continue to have episodes on on saints, on various aspects of spirituality, of, of living devotion in the Christian life. And 
Um, we've had some stuff on the fathers of the church, you know, some of the, the more ancient saints and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. these kind of things. But something that uh, Father Joseph Anthony, myself, the other friars on the podcast also enjoy and find to be really helpful in our spiritual lives is, is reading contemporary spiritual authors. Right. Um, right. So Father Jacques Philippe is one of those. We'll say a few words about him, but then focus a bit on his writing. But we're it's not a series in, the, in, a, in a, any no. sense, but we're, I think, going to try to incorporate some yeah, contemporary people that we can recommend to all of you who are listening or watching um, to help, uh, yeah, continue further furthering your relationship with Christ, deepening your relationship with Christ, these sort of things. So. It's going to be something where, like, we don't have any set idea. It's not like, okay, we're going to do a seven-episode series on contemporary spiritual. Right. It's yeah. just going to be like, hey, this is something that I think for us as friars has been very beneficial, and there are some really beautiful contemporary spiritual authors out there that it's it's going to be kind of common in the future that yeah. we'll have uh, different contemporary spiritual authors that we turn to or start to talk about because at the end of the day, like these are authors that have, I think, influenced us and help, been helpful to assist us in our faith and growth and holiness. So we want to be able to share that. Right, and exactly. That's that's as simple as that. So. Well, yeah, and we always, I always, well, I don't, I shouldn't say we, but I often find myself wondering like, oh, I need something new or different to read and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so yeah. also a recommendation there. So we'll start with Father Jacques Philippe on today's episode. And Father, just say a word about, a few words kind of yeah. about him, right? So Father Father Jacques Philippe is a French, uh, I was going to say Dominican, he's not a Dominican, <laughs> no, he's, he's a French priest. <laughs> yes. Um, he's, he's still still living. He's probably, I don't know, I'm guessing in his mid to late 60s-ish. No you have no idea? No okay. idea. I would guess around that age, but I could be off. Um, he belongs to a religious community in France called the Community, the community of the Beatitudes. Um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with sort of French religious life in the 20th century, but it has just kind of happened, not by happenstance, but it's, it, it is the case that in France there have been a number of newer religious communities mm -hmm. founded in the last 100 years, 100 50-ish years or yeah, so, yeah. Um, some older, some newer. And the, the community of the Beatitudes is is one of those. So I don't know a ton about them, but I know that Father Philippe, uh, basically his, his kind of full-time ministry now is in the spiritual world. So the spiritual writing, mm -hmm. he tours, he gives, not not tours, but you know, travels to give retreats and preaching and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, is based out of France. And the story that I heard, and I don't know if it was from Father Philippe, because I've seen him give a couple talks yeah. he visited. He's come to the States and that sort of thing. Um, the story that I heard how he found the community of the Beatitudes was that he was actually on his way to go visit, a, before he was a religious, to visit a Dominican community because he was discerning a vocation to the Dominicans. I don't know how seriously or not, but his car broke down on the way and it was near close enough, I don't know the exact details, but he ended up staying with the community of the Beatitudes and found that, you know, perhaps the Lord was calling him to this. So never made it to the Dominican wow. Priory. Uh, and that's how he met the community of the Beatitudes. So like Providence at work, maybe, you know, probably, yeah, yeah. I would have to say yes, but uh, <laughs> Father Philippe. So it's amazing what a flat tire can do for your vocation, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> awesome. So let's say a few general things about why we like Father Philippe mm -hmm. and his writings. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think there are a handful of themes um, that kind of permeate his his books right. um, that yep. we can talk about to kind of, I don't know, elucidate some of his some of his thoughts a bit. Um, what I guess, yeah, Father, what is like what's attractive? What do you like about Father Philippe? Why do you think he's like to be recommended? Yeah, um, a few things. I think he's very direct in his writing on the spiritual life. 
a lot can be uh, written about the spiritual life and it tends to be um, something that can be written very abstractly or flowerly language, which yeah. is beautiful, but sometimes you, you are left at it. It's like, that was beautiful. I don't know what any of that was. Uh, but Father Philippe does not operate in that way. Uh, he can be very direct. He can be very simple. Um, I think another aspect is his books are short. Like they're, they're small, short books. You can, you can grab them, take them to the chapel with you. And you don't feel like you, that's intimidating. So I think the first thing is all of his writings, the, his style, syntax, his content and how it's packaged. Like I said, just short chapters, short books themselves are very accessible. And, yeah. and that's the thing that is, is really, really beautiful. This is something we're going to talk through, I think, probably a little later in this episode. But he's really, really, really focused on the foundations. Right. It's all yep. about the foundational elements. And there's there's a real beauty to that. So I think for me, when I started reading his works and, and how he's influenced me in my own spiritual uh, life and prayer is the fact that it's always about the foundations, which are perennial. And it's very, very accessible. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I like that point about the foundations. I often will call them like the basics of Christian yeah, life, and yeah, yeah. you know the call the call to be a disciple, um, the call to grow in relationship with Christ, the call to live the Christian life. It's it's not a complicated call. No. You know, our lives are complicated. Our lives are messy. I'm not saying oh everything's simple and easy and that sort of. That's not what I'm saying. But but we have to be reminded of and always return to sort of the basics, you know, the foundation, mm -hmm. like you're saying. And then Father Philippe has a way of doing that, of kind of piercing, um, of, of piercing through the kind of muddiness of life to say and to remind, okay, this is what matters. Yeah. This is what is um, important for us to focus on and cling to, not the rest of this stuff, but, the, you know, this is the truth. Here's Christ now kind of pursue him. And I like the the sort of point that you made too, that he's not, he's not kind of verbose or like flowery. It's, it's just very direct. Like yeah. this is it. Yeah. And like, sometimes when I read Father Philippe, it kind of is like a, I don't know, like a kick in the gut or something like that. Yeah, Cause it's like, whoa, it really yeah, you're, is. you're right. And there's like a call to, to Christian living and a call to Christian virtue. And like, here it is plain and simple. Yeah. And there's a beauty in that simplicity and that foundational reality in a reminder of the basics and um yeah he does it in a way um and i think we were talking about this off you know off camera but um he does it in a way that that reaches um or that's reachable or that you know whether you're just starting just starting out in the spiritual life as like a super beginner right. someone who's trying to get back into things someone who's mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. been spending time us who are religious not that we're experts in prayer but we you know we kind of live in a, a world of kind of prayer and that right. rhythm that's set up for that. And even for, for, you know, perhaps even like, you know, people who are super, super proficient in the spiritual life can, can gain from father fully. It's, I mean, you, you kind of said it's, we can overcomplicate things, but father Jacques Philippe's writings are very simple. And it's a reminder that like this stuff is more arithmetic than algebra. Right. And that's why it's so accessible across the spectrum of the spiritual life, you know, for the beginners. And I, I suggest his books. They're, they're typically the exact books I suggest to somebody who shows up in my office and saying, OK, I think I need to take my faith seriously. I have no idea where to begin. What do I do? Mm -hmm. 
it's like, okay, here's a book by Jacques Philippe. Like, read this. This will get you started. Yeah. And then there are people who have been years and years and saying like, okay, I have a really strong uh, devotional life. I have, you know, living and pursuing virtue and and growth in the sacraments and grace and all these things. What do I do next? And I'll hand them a Jacques Philippe book. I'm like, okay, go back to this. Right. Read this. Yeah. Because, because he's hitting the basics and the foundations that are perennial. And they are of great fruit to anybody along the the different ages of the spiritual life and those types of things that it is a, always a good reminder of those basics to, you know, really um, strengthen those in the foundation. So no matter where the, where you are, and I think that's a really, really interesting point because there are some people like, oh, it's it's talking about like the the simple things like I've progressed past that. No, no, you haven't. Right. <laughs> you could always do better at those. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of the point as you're saying that I'm thinking that, you know, the, there are things as we grow in, in our relationship with Christ, as we pursue holiness, as we grow in virtue, all of these things, there are things that we can sort of add into our disciplines and yeah, our practices. Yeah. But the Christian life isn't in the end about adding and having like no. bigger checklists, bigger checklists. It's about growing more deeply in what is. Yeah. Um, and I think we lose sight of that sometimes, or it's easy. Like if I just do this and this and tack this on and do this better then okay, I'll be more set. But really it's about like diving into what is good, true and beautiful yes. more and more being drawn yes. in by grace. So it's that sticking yep. no matter kind of what stage you may find yourself. And I think there's an ebb and flow back and forth, you know, you know, it's not just like climbing up the ladder. We're kind of whatever, but um, yeah, Father Philippe kind of reminds you of like, okay, here are the basics that I need to like move with and move more deeply into. So kind of set that up. I, what I, what I think might be cool to do is highlight at least some themes that we think yeah. um, are kind of, uh, I don't know, found throughout father's writings and then talk yeah. about those a little bit. So uh, we have a few quotes here too. So one of the, one of the, my favorite books, and I think one of yours too, or at least by way of recommending of Father Philippe's is his his book called Interior Freedom. Thousand percent. It's great. It's excellent. If you're looking for a place to start with Father Philippe, uh -huh. this is my number one recommendation, Interior Freedom. Yep. Um, and he talks about, uh, I mean, it's the, the title gives it it's away, away, right? It's about <laughs> being free so as to pursue Christ. So he talks about what that looks like. And in part of it, sort of the, I would say, kind of the climax, the height of the book, he talks about the theological virtues, the mm -hmm, virtues of mm -hmm. faith, hope, and love. And he says this about, about two of them, about, um, about hope and about love. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo the, the short quote about them. Um, he says this, Hope is a choice that often demands an effort. It is easier to worry, get discouraged, be afraid. Hoping means trusting. When we hope, we are not passive, we are acting. Love is also a decision. Sometimes it comes spontaneously, but very often loving people will mean choosing to love them. Otherwise, love would be no more than emotion, even selfishness, and not something that engages our freedom. So hope is a choice, Father Philippe says. Love is a decision. Yeah. There are things we do, um, you know, obviously moved by grace, but things we do. I don't know. Do you have thoughts about, oh, yeah. about that? Um. Father Philippe is so beautiful in his writings because he's presenting the faith in a new way, but it's not a new idea. Mm, right. He, he's right. so rooted in the, the patrimony of the church in the spiritual life 
And what he's saying here is, is he's presenting in, in such a direct, beautiful, simple way. But this deep understanding that, you know, we, we draw as Dominicans from St. Thomas Aquinas is that those theological virtues of hope and, and charity are in the, they perfect the will. Right. You know, it's the, the uh, virtue of faith that perfects the intellect, but hope and charity perfect the will. And so that means it's a choice, it's a decision, and it's an act of will that is infused with grace and the divine life of God that perfects us in our, our in our will. And that's when we are united to the one in whose image and likeness we are created. And so he's he's reiterating that. And yeah, it's a little new presentation of it, but that's not a new idea. And and that's is just this, a beautiful understanding and, and presentation of that that he lays before us. And why is all of that? To give us freedom, right? Right. To, mm-hmm. to allow us to be free and not burdened by anything else around us, to not be burdened by anything else, but to be totally radically free in who we are and united to God. Right. Well, and it's freedom. It's kind of, it begs the question, well, freedom for what? Like what, yeah, what are yeah, we yeah. free for? Well, it's free to pursue Christ to be with Christ. And there's a temptation, and I think it's a perennial one, it's one I think that I suffer from too, for to think that in order to go, remember like not adding things, that Christian life is about adding and adding, but about going deeper and deeper, mm. that in order for me to go deeper, I need X, Y, and Z to be perfectly, like this needs to be taken care of. If only I were more attentive, if only I, in prayer, if only I were doing this better, if only I was a little more virtuous and a little more, then I could come to know Christ. Um, and it, it, what it, what it kind of engenders is a kind of passivity where we are no longer responsible for cooperating with grace, for moving with how God is moving us in our lives, which just isn't true. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not that we force God's hand to do things in our lives, but, um, part of growing in holiness, part of growing in prayer is recognizing how it is that God moves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and responding to that. And what Father Philippe is saying here, especially with these two, two of the three theological virtues with hope and love, is that we have to respond. Yeah. We have to respond because God is not going to force us. You know, so hope is what? He says hope is a choice. I have to choose to hope in God. Yeah. God's not going to make me hope in him. If, you know, I'm, whatever changes is not going to make like it's in the particular circumstances that that God act, invites us to share in his life, right. to hope in him. Love is a decision. It's in those particular circumstances that we're given the grace to love. But we have to cooperate with that. He's not going to force us. So I think that's a super helpful reminder um, to us that, um, again, that we don't want to po- sort of portray like a Pelagianism, like if I try harder, right. but that where it's a question of like, where are you? Mm-hmm. What are you? How are you responding to God? And I remember the, this book, Interior Freedom, I think we could, you know, wax poetic on it for, you know, days and days and days. But personally, this was a very pivotal book for me. You know, I was going, uh, a number of years ago, I was going through a really, really rough situation. And it was like, it just kept getting to the point where it's like, man, if only this situation would change, mm-hmm. if only this one thing would change or this one person would come into my life or leave or whatever it was, everything would get better. Right. And it was like, nope, no, this is about this kind of freedom that he's moving us to and that I can be in this moment making those choices for hope. Right. To say like, okay, I'm going to actually hope in the Lord. And that's a different thing than just being quote unquote, like optimistic. Sure. 
right? Sure. That, yeah, this it's is, very different. And, and he's, he's so beautiful, and he's presenting the reality of the theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity, as different than just kind of these, like, niceties or platitudes of like silver linings like oh yeah the their situations are bad but here's a f- little ways to kind of feel better about yourself he's like no this is actually a diving it's into, a way of living yes yeah it's a total like free dive into the depths of god himself mm-hmm. and that is possible at every moment in every situation right if we are totally free to be with God in that moment. Right. And that's what he's pu- pushing us towards. And the way to do that is through these theological virtues. Right, exactly. So we've, we've. I mean, obviously we're talking about freedom. I think there's this, that, that theme and that idea um, you can find throughout almost all of his, his writing to be free to pursue Christ, right? So he says this about freedom, which I think is awesome. He says, true freedom is not so much something man wins for himself. It is a free gift from God a fruit of the Holy Spirit, received in the measure in which we place ourselves in a relationship of loving dependence on our Creator and Savior. This is where the gospel paradox is most apparent. Whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. In other words, people who wish to preserve and defend their own freedom at any cost will lose it, but those willing to lose it by leaving it trustingly in God's hands will save it. Their freedom will be restored to them infinitely more beautiful, infinitely deeper, as a marvelous gift from God's tenderness. Our freedom is, in fact, proportionate to the love and childlike trust we have for our Heavenly Father. That 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 paradox he talks about, whoever would save his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For me, that sometimes I, I've, I've thought in the past before reading Father Philippe, like, what does it mean? to lose my life. What does it mean to lose my life? We can think about losing life with respect to death, but I don't think that's what he's talking about necessarily or even particularly, but Father Philippe's understanding and sort of what um, um, kind of theological, spiritual kind of reading and and explanation, exegesis was the word I was trying to think of. There it is. Yeah, Um, there it is. It's like, well, how do you lose your life? Well, it's handing it over, handing your life to God, trusting him, growing in that trust, being moved by him, giving your life to him. I mean, it's the Christian life. It's what being a disciple is. Um, but it's about letting go so as to be free, letting go in God's hands. And I think, yeah, it's, of course, easier said than done. Of course. <laughs> but nonetheless, it's what we're after. And but it's we what go for grace it. is moving us towards. Yeah. This is this paradox. And the the ability to, when we truly have freedom, is once we no longer try to um, obtain it. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's the giving over. I love in the spiritual life about how it it seems so paradoxical that the what true maturity in the spiritual life looks like is to be looking like a child who's totally dependent on the eternal Father. Yeah, right. It was like we want to we see in the world around us, and a natural maturation is to become autonomous, to lose dependency and gain autonomy. But it's almost completely inverted with the spiritual life. True maturity in the spiritual life, one who grows in in spiritual life, is one who becomes more dependent, loses their autonomy to become totally dependent on God. Yeah. And that's where that true freedom is, is, is in that deep union of that um, uh, dependency upon God. So, yeah, there is a paradox in that. And to not be afraid of pursuing that, to constantly be reminded of that, that we have this kind of natural intuition to be in control and to uh, determine our own path forward. 
But when we look at this, it's actually to allow ourselves to be totally dependent and to surrender completely into the Lord. And that's where we gain our freedom. To lose our life is to gain it. Right. And the, the paradox yeah. of, how, of how he presents it that way, which once again, not new. Not new. Not new. Basic. This, this is basic stuff. Yeah. But it's so important to always be reiterating. You know, um, we, we both played sports growing up, right? There's yeah. never a moment that you you would progress past the fundamentals. Right. You like you always can go back to those basic skill sets of the sport. And I think it's so too with the spiritual life. And Father Jacques is one of the best coaches for the fundamentals of the spiritual life. Exactly. Well, I know the last handful of minutes, I think let's talk about one last theme that permeates and that's his um father philippe's kind of thought on the present moment on, mm -hmm. on the present so um father philippe insists throughout his books on living that we have to live in the present yeah. um and that's not a kind of like yolo you gotta like find yourself now you know kind of thing but it's really a theological it's underpinned by a theological reality in mm -hmm. that god is an eternal present there is no past in god there is no future in god and god is not God has not acted only once in our past and he's not waiting to act in our future. He's acting now in our lives. He offers himself in each moment of our, of our lives. And if we're not focused on that, if we're so concerned or trapped by the past or so worried about the future, then we're actually missing God's hand in, in what's happening now where he operates and where he offers his grace. So he says, he says this about the present moment and I, yeah, I think this is like spot on. So he says, we may spend our whole lives waiting to live. Thus, we risk not fully accepting the reality of our present lives. Yet, what guarantee is that? What guarantee is there that we won't be disappointed when the long-awaiting time comes? Meanwhile, we don't put our hearts sufficiently in today, and so miss graces we should be receiving. Let us live each moment to the full, not worrying about whether time is going quickly or slowly, but welcoming everything giving us, given us moment by moment. I love that. We may we may spend our whole lives waiting to live. It's like cuts to the core. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I was kind of mentioning this earlier, probably got ahead of myself, but Father Jacques Philippe's writings were really, really pivotal for me. And it's precisely in this area that we can kind of almost paralyze ourselves waiting to live. Right. And mm -hmm. if, if we are doing that, then we're actually more um, burdened by our circumstances. And we become so connected to the circumstances of our lives and that we're waiting for something else to change, somebody else to make a move and change things because maybe the situation we're in right now is not the most conducive to our prayer life. And that's real. You know, there are certain contexts and circumstances that yeah. are more conducive to a healthy uh, prayer life and in, in pursuit of relationship with Jesus. There are others that are less conducive to that. But we can sit back and say, like, oh, I'm just waiting for these things to change. And then I will live a real life. I'll wait for this change to happen, uh, you know, be in a better job or get a promotion or this relationship to end in my life and then I can actually then have the freedom to start and what he's talking about is no no you can do this right now mm -hmm. because God is in this moment right you know exactly. that, that you don't have to be kind of tied to and and burdened by both the past as well as the hypothetical future you can be radically free and united to Christ in this moment no matter what the circumstances are and like I said, there can be some that are more conducive to it than not, but it doesn't eliminate it. If we 
get so hyper-focused on what the possibilities are, waiting until something's the perfect setting, we're never actually going to get there. And that's exactly what he says is that we'll never actually live. Right. Yeah. And that's not to say that, that the past has no effect on us. It hasn't shaped us or that the future is not something we should like be prudent about or that right. sort of thing. But it's a question of like, what is our focus? Mm-hmm. And it, just as you were saying, you know, what is our focus? What are we, um, what are we Yeah, aimed at? And, and, and is it, is it something that we have no control over? Or is it where we have control where we, where our Lord offers himself, where we can respond actively like we were talking about the theological virtues where we can move towards um towards what is being offered so um okay so that's that's father philippe um we mentioned one of the but he has probably i don't know a dozen or so if not more books and Um, he keeps writing he does keep writing yeah he just uh, wrote another book that was published last few months. I got it from my mother for Christmas oh, cool. this past year. Yeah. So yeah, he just keeps writing yeah. new things. So I always recommend Interior Freedom. Um, he has a book on the Beatitudes. He has a number of books on prayer. He has a book on St. Therese. He has yeah. um, books on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another one that you really like too, yeah. besides Interior Freedom. Um, when when people are saying like, where do I begin? The two places I, I send the two books of Jacques Philippe that we go with is Interior Freedom. And the second one is Time for God. Yeah, also Like great. those are the two that we I yeah. always suggest to begin with. Yeah, the, inter- the Time for God book called Time for God is is a bit more focused on like actual prayer, like right. how to pray and mm-hmm. making, obviously making, making time for God. So the title yet again gives it away. So the best part of that book, and I, I don't want to delay us too much, but the best part of that is like he says, just show up. Yeah. The fidelity to prayer is itself the greatest grace. So like he, he starts to evaporate all that aspects of like, I don't know if I'm getting anything out of prayer. I don't see the effects. Is it really doing? He's like, no, no, just keep going. Just keep going. Right. And the, it's a really encouraging book to then begin this life of prayer in this life of union with Christ. Well, there you have it. Father Jacques Philippe, if you're looking for something to read, pick him up. Highly recommended. 10 out of 10. Great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of God's Planning. If you like the episode and would like to help contribute to the project, please consider becoming a monthly donor on Patreon. Also, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing to the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcasts on YouTube, that's super helpful for us. You can check out our website for other information on our upcoming events, on our merchandise. All of that is there for you. Uh, Know of our prayers for you. Please pray for us, and we'll see you next time on God's Planning. 